another week and just as little drama but here we are week two of the river mill let's get it started Thank you so much for that, Joe Batance. Um, guys, welcome. This is your host of the Rumor Mill, Evan Ayers. Um, welcome to the Rumor Mill, where grown adults sit around and kiki over rumors, tea, and speculation about the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. I said, I'm your host, Evan Ayers, also a host of A Pig Trapped in a Boy's Body. And thank you for joining from D.C. Uh, I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-hosts uh, that I rely on to counter my whiteness, from New York City, we hold her in the highest of regards, Jamila Zara. Hello, hello. Hi. Good afternoon or morning, wherever you are listening. How are you? I am well. I'm. I'm. I'm feel so much better than I did last week. I felt like last week I was just like a little fucking Debbie ass downer. But you know, I, I got. I'm glad to hear that. I got to tell you, after like last week's show, I was like, damn, she's probably having a really fucking terrible week, and I feel like we didn't do enough to try to amp you up. So I'm so glad to hear that you're uh, better. I was. It was miserable because, I mean, we're, uh, as you know, I work uh, for a company and they're launching a whole podcast division and it launched today. So it's just kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like I gave birth and just gave the baby up for adoption. I feel so much better. You kind of just like shot your load and walked away from it? Yeah. Left it it on the bed. I still have to monitor it, <laughs> but um, <laughs> at least it's not, you know, it was just uh, anytime you have to launch something, it's always like a big ordeal, but it, it's over now and I feel just 10 times lighter. That's so good. How do you, like, how long do you think it'll be before you start getting some feedback or having an idea of how things are going? Um, you know what? And that's the cool thing about my company is that they were like, hey, you know, um, we believe in this and we're they're giving us like a two month grace period to to really see how things are going. But we already have 10,000 downloads so far, which oh is you know good since it's only been out for like, what, eight hours. So that's amazing. You know, I kind of feel like yeah. I have the same kind of agreement right now with um, being the host of the show with Joe Patant. So I hope that, we both, <laughs> hope that we both can come back with good feedback. I don't know. I think <laughs> Joe's giving you like two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. This is my two weeks notice. This is the second week notice. <laughs> Well, I am glad you're here and I'm glad you are having a better week already. Um, and also oh, from yeah. D.C., I am joined by the Latin ex-twink himself, George Munoz. Hello, my friend. It's me, George Munoz. Hello. Um, Ooh. How have you been? Good. How's your week been? Talk to me. My What's up? What? My week has been, it's been fine. Nothing, nothing exciting has happened. Um, I had a really fun weekend. It was my first weekend that I had off entirely in like two months. Yes, yeah, so because you work in real estate, and so you usually don't have the weekends off, correct? Yes. Tell and listeners so, what you do for work. You you show houses or apartments on the weekends. Yeah. Well, when do you think else I'm going to do it? Everyone ha- when I work the opposite I, schedule as everyone else because I have to be ready when they want to see something, and it's usually I just, after I can't work. Tell you, I can't tell you how many times. Right, I can't tell you how many times. I would have liked to have seen a property on a Saturday or Sunday, but they're like, no, sorry, we're only doing showings at eight o'clock at night in, you know, 20 miles away from where you live. And you just kind of have to like dash home, you know, dash to the showing after work. Like it's always so inconvenient at such inconvenient times. I was just surprised. I was under the impression that like agents didn't work on the weekends. That's really crazy. That's a really bad agent because like, 
you want to sell the home, so you want to be available as much as possible. So that may be a, that may crazy. be a New York City thing. Though. It, it yeah. may be a New York City thing. Everything's inconvenient. Yeah. No, Good. people tell me jump, and I I say how you high. say how many windows yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. I George and I actually both used to work in this at the same company in real estate, and I literally left the business because I did not. I could not do the schedule and the lifestyle working on the weekends. And you've been hustling pretty hard. You've been hustling for almost two years now at it. So I'm yeah, glad to hear that things safe. are going well, though. Yeah, they're good. They're they're really busy right now. So it was surprising that I had a whole weekend off. But it was great. I got to catch up with friends. I got to make it to my kickball game that um, I guess Joe was watching yeah. on my Instagram. Tell, t- tell people who don't don't listen to the show, just briefly, like, what would you, how would you describe a kickball league in D.C. in three words? White. Gay, drunk. He says it looking direct, directly looking at me, and so I feel I feel very come for. I'm actually yeah. a pig. I'm a pig trapped in a boy's body. And where does it get really competitive? Um, so it can. So there's three divisions on my league. There's um, competitive, intermediate, and social. Um, I have no idea how or why my team got into the intermediate um, league. But we're not good at all. Um, but we're really fun. What's the name of your team name? Faces Loaded. Yep. With an F. F-A-C-E-S. Oh, Faces Loaded? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, we, we're, we're fun. We're fun after games. But during a game, we're just not competitive. Mm-hmm. And no one takes anything seriously. And so, like, we're 0 for 2 so far. But we're having fun. It's fun. Good. Good, good, good. Well, speaking of having fun, and I heard some random soundboard, which we do not have the technology or the budget for yet, which means there could only be one other ominous figure in this chat room. I have a surprise special guest for us joining us for the first half of the show. Please say hello to the OG daddy himself, Joe Patos. Hello. Hello, Evan. Joe, honestly, fuck you. Evan, I I just got here. I anyway. know. I still feel that way. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> okay, um, I, I have a lot of things to say. I was a bit. Okay, I've, yeah, wait. I've been. I've been well, quiet. First of, all, first, of all, first, of all, yeah. first of all, this is my show. So I, I down, know, Gary. but I know that's why I was quiet. That's why I, I was quiet the whole time. I, so I was, been, kind of felt like I was edging you, guy, making you sit there. For no, like, it wasn't that long. I it. can remember what I have to say. One, <laughs> Jamila. Point, I can't tell what's a sound bite and what's. Give me money, broke bitch. You're fucking broke. I bet your pockets don't even have shit in them. Wow. I guess welcome back to Jamila. Anyway. Jamila, <laughs> I should have yeah. saved this actually for what I was going to say. How, how, I see your Twitter. How do you not know why they won't, like, they're like, Jamila's like, hi, I'd like to look at your property. And they're like, oh, uh, and they're like, when can I look at it? 13 o'clock? Uh, what day? Clegg's day? Like, you're, it, you're black, Jamila. That's why they don't want to show you the property. Jamila, <laughs> George works with white people. George was like, they're like, we'll do the weekends. And they hear a black voice and they're like, oh, yeah, we're only doing it at, you know, 1245 on a Wednesday. And you're like, what? That's a weird time. So, um, oh, my God, that's exa- it's probably true. I do. I, it's I, like I, I'm so I'm so oblivious to the obstacles that are placed in front of me because they're so bad. Eh? Yeah, I know. I know. And, and, and I live it because I told, I've talked about this on the show before where like I sound white and then they go like, oh, yes, sir, whatever you want. And then I show up and they're like, oh, uh, Jorge, the bo- the trash can's over there. And I'm like, George isn't here. And I'm like, oh, OK, they, then they you. Give you. They give you the keys to valet. Yeah. They, yeah. They're in right. the corner. Yeah. And I, and I go, there's not even a valet here. And I'm like, oh, 
I just, you just look like a valet. So um, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a store with a purse on. Mm-hmm. I, I have a fucking purse on, uh-huh. and people have asked me questions about the store. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. What? I'm, like, I'm fucking shopping. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't work here. No, like literally at the Magic Castle, the people who are visiting wear a suit, and the valets wear like humorous puppet-like valet costumes. And you, you don't know how many people just handed me just their keys. I'm like, dude. What, what, I don't even look, I mean, I, my skin looks at the valet people, but like, I don't know who they think they are. Also, we got to well, we start, start doing that to white people. We have to. No, we it's so to. funny we that you say start. that. I want to do a YouTube series where I walk up to white people at Target or something and go like, where's the Windex? And then just watch them like freak the fuck out or just hand people and my keys. And the white keys. person would be like, oh, do you have your own cleaning company? Right this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, they'd freak out. They would freak the fuck out. Now, George, I also want to talk to you. Oh. Because um, oh, I forgot what George said. I had a comment about something George said. Yeah, speaking of cleaning. Yeah, speaking of clean. Yeah, who? By the way, it's so funny that as we were talking, a friend of mine who I kind of talked to sometime. Out of nowhere, I just got one. Do you know any good taco caterers? <laughs> That's a really good question, though. It is a good question. It and is. Like, and the sad truth is... I'm listening. Yeah, the sad truth I do. It's like that... Remember that South Park episode where they hand token the bass guitar? And he's like, do you just think I know how to play bass guitar because I'm black? <laughs> and then he can just automatically play it? Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There's a person on South Park called Token who I'm assuming is a black token. person? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anything about South Park. That's... Oh, it's a funny show. Is it funny? Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Evan. I just wanted to say those two things. Hi, Evan. Thank you for having me on your show, The Rumor Mill. Thank you you for being back on my show, The Rumor Mill. Um, Your presence was greatly missed last week. I don't know. I listened to it. I listened to it today, and you were like, I think at several points, like, guys, this is not going to be like your daddy's rumor mill. This is going to be. Yeah, we're, we're only the- going to talk about rumors, no other fucking bullshit or gay news or, you know, you know, yeah, yelling at George. No, no, no one's going to shame George on the podcast. Like, this is going to be not your daddy's rumor mill. And I know and I was like, oh, OK, well, let's listen to this rumor mill. By the way, yeah. I will say Taylor and I do have and I don't want to give the number out. I kind of want to ruin anyone's odds. We do have a, a number in our heads that we've bet on like an over under before Evan throws in the towel. Why is that? <gasps> and why would you I don't say, think Evan's and why would quit. you say that to me like on the like, that's actually very rude. I'd like to know why. Wait, Evan, we don't really I have Evan a would totally I think Evan would totally do the show by himself. I, I would know. do it by myself and I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna do it for longer than you think I would, just to spite you both. Wait, we don't really have it. We don't really have an over under. You're crazy. Let's say you might it might your bet must be at two weeks because you're trying to get him out right. I was gonna now. say it was two and a, yeah, you're trying to kick me out as we speak. <laughs> yeah, I know. It it's it's insane, you know. Well Joe, yeah, honestly so, uh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh. So well that's lovely to hear. I love a good odds to stack against. So as we do on the rumor mill, um I would like to start off the top of the show with doing a round table of our tops or bottoms of the week. Um I as oh, I'm being looked at funny. Can you guys hear us okay? Yeah, I, I just yeah. thought Joe had something to Oh, our internet cut out for a second. I apologize. Um, oh, yes. Before we start, though, George, um, Joe did have something to ask you. What was it? Not to not to ignore the, the Latinx duo here again. Oh, that's what it was. You, I know what it was. I was going to say thank you. You called him Latinx twink. And I was like, I think George is still a twink. Oh, my no. God. No, I, I was, know. I was, Latinx. I was, I was playing it. I was, like, was going to be like, I'm dumb. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, let's go around. The, let's go around the room. I want to start with Jamila. Jamila, what is your top or bottom of this week? Something that's happened to you that is either good or bad in your craw. Yeah. Okay. So I saw this movie last night that had me dying, and it was very unexpected. I was just like, "Oh, what is this?" And it's called Arizona, and it stars Danny McBride, and it has um, what's the there? There's the two brothers, Luke and uh, Wilson. Luke Wilson's in it, and it's really just about this like middle of nowhere like complex in Arizona. And there's this guy, and he just can't stop killing people. That's really what. What do you mean he can't stop? Like, like, who? Like, he accidentally kills someone, and mm -hmm. then to cover it up, he like accidentally kills someone else, and it's just this like snowball of him just like killing people. And it's so funny, but it's also really scary. And I jumped, and I like was screaming at certain parts. Like I was just really, really, really into this movie, mm -hmm. and I didn't expect to. I, I just kind of turned it on. But it's called Arizona. I think it came out in 2018. It's so good, and it's on HBO On Demand if you want to watch oh, it. That's interesting. Highly recommend it. Is it based on like a true story, or is there any like? Is there any no, no. There's no way it's based on a true story because it's it's a comedy. It's it's like completely ridiculous, but it's so funny. Mm. Interesting, interesting. I am in the market for a good movie to watch, so that's good to remember. Joe, what about yourself? Uh, I'm gonna have to say my top of the week for the I think. Gosh, must be 46 week in a row. Kelvin from Sean Cody. That guy. And you know what? He's really good at verse, too. And Kelvin so, from Sean Cody. We're, yeah. uh, we're, we're searching as we speak here. Kelvin from, from yeah, Sean yeah, Cody. Let me Let's tell you Kelvin. this. Let me tell you this. He's not the cutest person. I mean, he's cute, but he's not the cute. He, but this guy is built for sex. You need to watch a Kelvin from Sean Cody video. Bottom, by the way. You would think one might think I might say. Well, you only get you only get one. So uh, okay. Yeah. Wait, wait. Before sure. that, thank you. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> we, I want I want to give a Jamila a topic. I want you to chew on this, Jamila, because I know George has to do his top and bottom sort of Evan. What don't you, chew into the okay. microphone. Gotcha. We get hate mail. Is uh is I I saw there was all this controversy on Black Twitter on Black Gay Twitter because there was this NFL mm -hmm. player that came, a black one that came out as bi and they showed his boyfriend in the in the in the photo spread his boyfriend's white and Black Gay Twitter was having you know just so pissed off that he's dating a white guy so hold on it and I'll let Evan go to you when you want to go to it but I want to know your opinion on that interesting okay I do have an opinion okay but right. okay we'll get your opinion on that after George shares his T or B of the W. Gotcha. I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all either. But we're So my top of the week is a song that I cannot stop listening to. It came out on Friday. Ben Platt, who was in Dear Evan Hansen, um, he was the lead role, correct? He came out with a new song called Rain. And I have not been able to stop listening to it. Like Evan came to my apartment, which is where him and I record um, on Mondays. And the Second he walked in, I was like, Evan, you have to hear this song. Uh, but, do we have the do we have licensing for it? Can we play it? Or we you want to play this Ben Platt song called Rain? Yeah. yeah. I can pull that up. Licensing. I don't know how stuff works. <laughs> Look. All right, here we go. I hate it. I thought it would just I was like, <laughs> just be like ASMR rain. Theatrical, but still like EM esque, which is what I like. Wait, I mean, he hasn't gotten to the chorus yet, but I'm already feeling like, I don't know what I did, what I do. I've never heard this song before. This is what it sounds like it's going to go. He's 
saying You've been through this before You gave away all your secrets To someone who up and left you in pieces Sounds like the beginning of Since You've Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Oh, I thought it was a Lisa Loeb song. Here's the thing. We started up. kind of sound like that. Okay. But well, the chorus is really cute. Um, it you can feel like a theatrical song. Yeah. But. Okay, I didn't that. Believe me. Well, we will take a listen to it after, and I will come back with our thoughts next week. Um, and so my top or bottom of the week to wrap this up it's kind of an interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's like maybe verse or maybe not out of the closet yet. But I, so today someone sent me a release of this eight minute video um, of a Jurassic Park, like, like mini movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who are, don't know, or maybe haven't listened to the show or heard anything about me is that I'm obsessed with a few things in the life in the world. And one of them is the Jurassic Park series. Um, and so they released a eight minute full video of life that would essentially be happening after the most recent Jurassic Park movie was released. Uh, and I thought the recent Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was absolutely terrible. Did you guys see it? Yeah, it was no. awful. It I'm was, not it, 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 was a, it was a mockery of the entire series, and I just I kind of fell out of love with it. Go ahead. At what point do they say that like dinosaur zoos are a bad idea? Never. How many people? How many people have to die? Yeah, that's the whole point of it. It's like what's like I think this this honestly did not need the series didn't need to be revamped at all, but obviously mm-hmm. they're going to make millions of dollars off of it. Mm-hmm. But um they the this world is essentially the dinosaurs have been killed off except the ones that were like escaping to the wild. So it's this 8-minute movie of these like famous actors that you recognize and mm-hmm. they're essentially on a camping trip and they get like attacked by these dinosaurs and it was actually kind of scary and very gripping. Um and so I think I liked it, but I'm afraid that I liked it because I fell victim to the eight-year-old boy that inside of me that is always like obsessed with you you bottomed for an eight-year-old evan that is against the law i do not approve yeah exactly uh we do not need to hear that the only thing inside me is a pig we all know that so there's no room for anybody else let's be real um but yeah that's my that's my top slash bottom of the week and i want to go back to joe and jamila to get your thoughts on this um question that joe asked you yeah Okay, well, I had one thing to say because I don't think we ever discussed this, but I remembered that over our break, our hiatus, Mm -hmm. I found a Taylor Swift song that I actually really, really liked. And we never got to talk about it on the show, but that Taylor Swift song, Lover, I think is really, really good. Which one is It's a great song. It's it's called Lover, and it's... To this day, and I've I've given her chances, multiple chances. It's the only Taylor Swift song that I like, but it's the song. Like you, I know that a song is good, and I know that the bones of a song is good when I want to hear other people cover it. Mm. Like I would love to hear other people cover her song "Lover." It's so good. Yeah, it's a it's a. Re- oh, it's so cute. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. This is our place. We made the rules. There's a dazzling haze, a mysterious way about you, dear. This is on her new album. Yeah. Have I known you 20 seconds or 20 years? George is hard right now. Oh, George is, George is lip syncing for his motherfucking life. George is playing for $10,000 right now in front of me. This is the part in the movie where the people who broke up are like in two different parts of the city and like it's oh, raining. Oh, driving down PPH. Like, yeah, it, of, yeah, yeah. This is this is this is the song that what is playing when Joe Joe would drive me to the airport after leaving LA. Well, no, this is when you're in the airport. I'm driving back home to the house. Yeah, yeah. Lover. 
it's cute. I'll give her that. It's not a breakup. It's about how much she loves the boy she's with. Well, no, that would work. I mean, That's the, the, scene the, the, yeah. the songwriting is excellent in yeah. it. Mm-hmm. The I just I it sounds like a grown up song. Like it mm-hmm. just sounds. It's I, oh, I loved it. So we never got to talk about that. But okay. to answer Joe's question, yeah, um, someone someone in the chat room said, love is love. Love has no color. And you know what? I agree. Love <laughs> doesn't have a color. However, yeah. however, mm-hmm. I think that um, in hetero relationships and in homosexual relationships, when it comes to people of color – being represented in the media mm-hmm. and on screen, um, you only really see interrelation interracial relationships in terms of people of color and white people. You don't even see interracial relationships. Like when you think interracial, you think of a person of color and a white person. You don't think of like an Indian person and a black person or a Latina and an Asian person. Like it's always our proximity to white people. And I think over time people just get tired of seeing that especially when it comes to black queers and they're really if you think about it think about um uh what's uh the guy who's on pose um i can't think of his name right now billy porter billy Billy porter yeah billy porter and like just all of the the gay black heroes that we have they're all in relationships with white people which is not necessarily a bad thing but it's just kind of like you know the 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 black gay celebrities that are in relationships with other black people don't kind of get that spotlight and they don't you know like there's just something to be said about i i honestly it's it's kind of like black love is is political in a way like to see two black gay people together is a, is a statement that we rarely really get to see and i think you know it kind of makes people feel like you know um I don't know. I, I think a little under undervalued. Yeah. And um and and I think it's just, you know, not to say that your reaction when you see a black person with a white person is to automatically like hate them or or shut them down. I don't necessarily think that's the answer, but I just think that it I I understand where it comes from. It's it comes from a place of not feeling visible and not feeling valued unless your proximity is with a white person that's a really good point george what do you think of that <laughs> well as a black person i'm just kidding <laughs> did y'all hear my white ass trying to get in but did i know I'll, I'll, I'll bring it in towards it i have something to say but please go ahead george um no Jimmy, i completely like 100 percent agree with you like groundbreaking I, I, george I agreeing, agreeing. <laughs> um, but what i i will say i i'm glad you said that because while I may have thought of it in a way similar to what you said, I've never been able to verbalize it. But when you say that, um, sorry, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. When you said that um, it's always compared to like black and white, um, when you think of interracial couples, like <laughs> I never realized that until you said that right now, which is yeah. kind of yeah. eye-opening. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've thought, I've, I haven't not thought of it, but like I've never, I've never realized um, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. 
So interesting enough. So I just spilled all over George. So I'm having a moment here. I'm so sorry. Um, but so as a white person that tabble, tends to dabble in whiteness, um, I do have a thought. I wanted to get like people's opinions on her. If like as someone who guys, I'm so sorry. Behind the scenes, literally, we just spilled all over George. George is soaking wet. So you might step away for a second. Um, Me as, too. Uh, I think yeah, it's from the Taylor the- Swift song. No, but no, no, but seriously, as a, as a white person, no, I've always noticed in music videos when the love interest is featured that is a person of color, I don't always know if I feel like, should I be, should we be celebrating that or should we be looking at it as, oh, this person is like kind of a, just an accessory to the whiteness of the, the performer? Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Like, how, like, what's the difference? Like, when is it appropriate and access, like, appropriate for that to happen? And when is it almost just like using them as like a tool or a crutch? Are you asking that because Joe just played Lover? No. Well, if you've ever seen the music video for that, um, it's an interracial couple. It's right. Her and her so it's black. so it's a white person, like Jamila said, and and so so it's yeah. someone a white person. No, I mean that's a good example of you know, I don't know. It's a good example of people might think that that black person is a prop. But I don't think so because I actually, you know, oh God, you're making me compliment Taylor Swift again and I fucking hate it. (laughs) But I give Taylor her props for featuring um, a black man as her love interest in this video because there is no reason for it. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of times when... Uh, a white person who doesn't who like has no black friends i mean like okay i forget tajikal but like but you know doesn't really surround herself is like in a pretty white bubble like you could say that taylor swift for the most part until like recently has been in a pretty caucasian bubble and a lot of times if you look at people like you know justin bieber or other people when they want to make the train and uh, um, Miley Cyrus is a good example of this when they want to make the transition into like an urban sound or when they want some edge or some street cred then their love interest is black then they're doing ah. this because like it's edgy Taylor Swift literally had no reason to feature this black man as her love interest in this video and that's what makes it nice because yeah. we're just people we're not props we're just people so like the fact that she's just in love with this man and then they have this daughter at the end and it's just it's really beautiful like i think that's great it's just my god can i see two black homosexuals in love can i see two asian homosexuals in love can i see two latino homosexuals in love and i mean for example that's why i kind of love seeing like uh, A-Rod and J-Lo together just because it's not something that you see very often. It's just yeah. to see it's 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 kind of like you know and, and here's the thing is that like I've dated white men before I am you know so I'm not shading you know white people of color relationships but you know even when I had a white boyfriend when I saw two black people together in love, I was like, good for them. You know, like there are two people who are facing adversity and they're taking it on together and they're in love. And like, I know the obstacles that they're going to face. And like, I, I applaud them. Like, I just, I, you know, I, 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 I think we can all agree that we're, we're not on the train of like hating people, you know? And so I, like I said, I, I, I don't think that it's okay to necessarily like just see somebody and be like, "Eh," you know, "Eh," with, with a white person. I just think that it's, it is something that, you know, it, it'd be nice to see something else. It would really, and actually, you know what? I'm going to use this opportunity. There is a show. Let me look it up really quickly. Oh. There's a show on Netflix. Uh, 
about a black couple that are one's an interior designer and one is uh, a stylist and they're gay. And uh, yeah, it's a really good show. And it's just kind of about how they manage their lives together. And they're like, they're really successful. They're like, one's a celebrity, a stylist, and one is a, uh, an, a celebrity interior decorator. And as soon as I find the yeah, I'd love name to hear of that. it, I will let you know what it is called. Yes, please. I haven't wanted to know what it is so you can never watch it by accident. <laughs> it's, it's definitely it's definitely will and grace i'll give it a shot yeah um well yeah so joe um do you have any thoughts on that and if you don't have any thoughts um i think it's exciting to uh tease that you are here for a obviously for a, a reason to hang out with us and contribute but also for a special announcement yeah the so, announcement is every oh george can i sexually harass you for like a minute oh thank you for asking for my consent okay are there waivers yeah consent <laughs> is sexy so Yes, you may sexually harass me. With Everybody that. needs to follow the real George Munoz on Instagram. He posted this story. Now, the story was probably a week or two ago where he's like eating nachos or something like that. I don't know what he was eating, oh, right? God. Do you know what I'm talking about, Evan? This story? <laughs> um, no, that's, I just know George should always be eating nachos. You so. okay. might know where this is going, Joe. There's two ways the story can go. Yeah. And I'll explain to you the alternate version of what you're about to say. His balls were hanging out. <laughs> So were they serious? Oh my god! I was like, I don't even know. That's why I don't even know what he was eating because I was like, "Holy shit! What the fuck is going on in George's shorts right now?" He's wearing his little oh tiny god. shorts, and like he was, I knew his religion basically. Let me just tell you that. Uh, <laughs> based on what was Can going I on say shorts. that as a as a woman, I love ball sacks. I love so them. much. I love them it's so the much. Most- <laughs> fascinating thing because here's the thing about like <laughs> here's the most there's the thing about men's balls is that the skin the sack skin is so smooth mm-hmm. it's like the smoothest thing on a man's body it's, it's a marvel of, bananas. of skin in terms of how it, how it oh. like i want a purse i want a purse made out of ball skin <laughs> and then oh. you, if you rub it enough it becomes a briefcase this is my ball skin purse but it's just like, oh, it's so like it's like, like a dick it's a, it's a subsidiary of moleskin it's it's like butter leather it's just so smooth now george george you said now you george it seemed like you've heard about this already i i knew exactly what you're talking (laughs) joe i was able to guess your um whether you were top or bottom based off of what you just said because i had two versions of or two types of responses to that video. Uh It was the most responses I've ever had on a story, Mm -hmm. which I was surprised about. Mm -hmm. One. Uh, Were you though? I was. (laughs) Well, no one ever interacts with me on Instagram. Okay. Um, One, I was getting like hard eye emojis Mm -hmm. from every top in the fucking, that came out of the woodwork, which Mm -hmm. was the funniest thing. And I was like, what the heck? And then I realized why. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Then all the bottoms come in. I made a grammatical error. So, <laughs> oh, I do remember this then. So okay. it's actually kind of funny the grammatical error because I made pasola soup from. Oh, scratch, that's what it was. Okay. And I made and I made um, steak tacos as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said eating homemade pasola soup because I'm what? And I meant to say ethically mexican uh-huh. oh no <laughs> but i missed a single letter and it said ethically mexican ethically mexican <laughs> and so i woke up with like two versions of responses yeah i probably had about 10 responses when i woke up in the morning and i'm like oh this is so embarrassing on both parts yeah. Yeah. You either- hey joe yes ma'am joe what's an unethical mexican 
<laughs> oh, I think we know his name is Joe Patanz. I know. I'm going to say that. I know. Uh, um, Antonio, Antonio Villaraigosa, former mayor of L.A. Um, okay, so I am here on the rumor mill, Evan. Thank you for having me on your show. Because, uh-huh. you know, here's the deal. Is we know that this show is all about rumors, tea, and speculation. All right? And so I thought, uh, what better way the open up is... Now, this is not going to mean anything to George and Jamila. All right? And only kind of to Evan. But when RuPaul's Drag Race recap first started... The original co-hosts were one or two, Daniel Brewer and Donna Sugars, who was a drag queen. Donna Sugars left after the first season, but Daniel stuck around for our season eight coverage, our all-stars too. In fact, I will even say he was the co-founder of the show. He and I came up with the idea together, okay? And then we had a huge falling out. Luckily, all-stars two ended right when the election happened of Donald Trump. And he and I had a huge falling out over the election. He is not a Trumper. It had to do with he, but he was anti-Hillary. Okay, and I had a huge, we had a huge falling out over the election. And he quit the show. He quit podcasting. All this drama left the show. So anybody who listened pre season nine knows exactly who Daniel Brewer is. And we haven't spoken in years. But the big announcement. So here's the big announcement: season twelve will be Tato the Latte Boy as my co-host. Season uh, All Star Season Five will be with me and Lori Roggenkamp, and I can announce, and this is only going to matter to a fraction of the audience. The co-host for Drag Race UK, one Daniel J. Brewer, and possibly we're in talks with Miss Donna Elizabeth Sugars. Oh, yeah, uh, the original crew yeah. back together for Drag Race UK. So we're really excited to announce that Daniel Brewer for sure signed the contract. He's ready to go. Drag Race UK, Joe Batanz. You heard it here first. The piping hot tea, honey. I did. I did sort of uh, uh, promise people in the exclusive tier that there's a possibility that a, a contestant, for, uh, not contestant, a, a, a cast member of. Uh, this is such a horrible story. The of Harry Potter was going to join the show. Let me tell you this. What? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, did he bail? Yeah, he was like super into it, and then all of a sudden, and I and I think he listened to the show. This is what I think happens, right? And he saw you weren't. He learned you weren't white, and you bailed. <laughs> I know exactly. Uh, and then he was like, you know, I'm actually really busy. I'm like, you and your boyfriend are really busy. I'm like, it's 20 minutes because I was going to let him do the first response. He goes, yeah, I'm really busy with my studying. Sorry. And I kind of kind of Major lost. cast member? No, 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 no. Okay. He just played okay. in, in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. He okay. played the young version of Harry Potter's dad. He was like James oh. Potter in a flashback. Yeah, in a flashback. Oh. But now he's this like 22-year-old twink or something like that. Yeah, no, Evan, Evan saw him. What were your thoughts on him? I mean, he was super hot, but it was only a matter of time before you like, hit on him and scared him away. So... I'm. I don't know. You're still here. Yeah, despite you. And I just and I just told George about his uh, his beautiful package that he was showing off in his Instagram story. Yeah. I see, mean, see, George, you could George, you could be an Instagram star. Yeah, George, you could be an Instagram star if you showed off your frijoles um, uh, more often. Frijoles? Yeah, your his web his huevos his huevos rancheros his huevos pancheros yeah his huevos jorgeros. Uh-huh. 
Well, that's very exciting, <laughs> Joe, and I am very glad that you were able to share that. Thank you, Evan. I can't wait to hear all these fucking I shows. I'm I can't excited. Wait. I can't wait to moderately listen and, and fall in love with these people, but no, you know, I'm very Jamil, excited. I was texting with Jamila earlier, and she was telling me how much she loves anything Lori and I do. I'm like, you gotta listen to... Don't you think Jamila should listen to the Sydney Gays or Hello Uglies? I, yeah, I will. I will. No, Jamila, I'll, as as the host of this show, I will tell you what you should listen to because there are four or five that I think are excellent. But um, Joe and Loy are a magic combo, and I definitely would like to uh, to endorse them. I can. All right, all well, right. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you. Are, are you heading out, Joe? I'm heading out, but text me when you're done so I can end the recording. All right, let's all say goodbye to Joe Batanz. Thank all you so right. much for being here. Bye, friend. everyone. Bye, Dad. Bye, Daddy. Uh-huh. Uh, so before we get into the rumors, tea, and speculation, I do want to take a moment to say hello to those of us joining in the chat in the chat room. Um, Joe and or sorry, Joe, I'm so used to being here. George and Jamila, do one of you want to take over and uh, read the names from the chat room today? Jamila, I still, I still can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll have George go ahead and do it. Let's see, let's see which names you botched this week. All right, hello to everyone here. Geeky, gay, sweaty. Betty, I love that one. Luke Stamen, of course. Um, Common Cool, Dean UK, Bottomless, Bottomless Mimosas. That's me. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Fabiola Lucero, Lumpy Space Pizza, S. Dichi, J. Thomas Plank, Hide Your Man with H E I D. I like that one. Luhu89, Honey Do Honey Donut, AJ Norris. Mars Vale, Pavlinch, and there are three other people elsewhere. Thank you for listening. Yes, that is wonderful. Thank you guys so much indeed. Now, before we get into the rumors and speculation that I have for this week, I do want to take a second to thank everyone last week for their very nice and kind feedback about the show. Um, As we mentioned, this is a new thing for us without the reins of Daddy Joe um, on the show regularly. And for me, it is a very exciting opportunity to be the host of this. So it is a learning curve, but it's also been a very fun learning curve thus far. So any feedback you guys have that is constructive and not bitchy would be welcomed on a daily basis. And if you have nothing nice to say, uh, say it behind my back with manners, please. Uh, so let's I have something in. to say really quickly before you move on. Please, please. I want to hear everything you have to say. I just want to say, Evan Ayers, you're doing an amazing job. Thank you. I um, feel like I'm doing an amazing job because the two of you guys are here with me. I feel very, this has been very fun so far. So I don't have a, any music or any like, thing to play to get into the rumor bits. But as I mentioned, this is not your daddy's rumor mill. This is Evan Ayers' rumor mill, where we're going to get right into shit. So if you don't hey, like, is, you know, we all know I have mommy issues, so I don't do, I don't do mommies. Oh, I hate my mom's a bitch. Um, so I'll put that out there. <laughs> Whoa. Fuck my mom. That's, like, that could be a show on its own. Um, so this week, we're going to talk about some rumors, as we mentioned not a whole lot's happened in the world of RuPaul's Drag Race since we met last week, but I do want to take a second to rehash some of the tea and speculation from All-Stars Season 5. And actually, it's quite interesting, since we were talking about the idea of old-school uh, Afterthought Media alumni, the theme of All-Stars 5 is apparently old-school versus new-school. So the cast from All-Stars 5 is comprised of, I believe, 10 queens. Of them, um, are they consist of queens from recent seasons and old seasons. So what I want to do, George and Jamila... I want to take a moment and read through the names and I want to say the name of each queen. And I want each of you to give a one word response to the name of each queen as a two, two word response. I, I like that. I like that. Okay. So I'm going to say the name two, of the, queen okay. of the cast and I want your two word reaction. All right. So the first queen on the show on the season is on Gina. 
Oh. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Joe? I mean, uh, Jorge? I said bald bitch. <laughs> Oh, okay. You know she she's she's the bald queen. No, I I know who she is, but I don't. It, there's there, there's so many queens that I know who they are, but I don't know who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like very, I yeah. like I knew who a bunch of queens on season four were, but I had to watch season four to really know who they were. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's very fair. I I only know her as the bald bitch, as Jorge said. Yeah, Anjana is is that bald bitch. She uh, has been trying to get on All Stars for years and years, and she's definitely been been sucking up to World of Wonder. She's most famous for coming out uh, publicly on the show as HIV positive, which is kind was of was she the first person to do so? The first person on the show, yes, to do so. I'm not sure if the first person oh, on reality television ever to have HIV. Yeah, she. No, I know she. No, I think that was like Pedro Zamora. Yeah, someone right. Like that. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the real world. Yep. Yeah. All right. Second queen, Juju B. Two words. Go. Again? Was she on the first All Stars? So Juju B was featured on season two of, of RuPaul's Drag Race as well as as All Stars two. All Stars one. Jamila. Uh, <laughs> this is so bad. I really need to watch earlier seasons. Girl, okay. Juju B sounds fun. Long walks on the beach. Sounds big fun. Dick fried chicken. Ring a bell. It's yeah, I don't get. Her. I don't get the impression that yeah that that Jamila is going to know some of these older queens. I totally only fine. know people season four and beyond. That's okay. That's very fair. So we'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a break on this then. So the next one is India Farah. George. I have three words. Okay. Put me down. Put me down. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Jamila, do you know who India Farah is? I don't know okay. her. India, India Farah is so bad. season three alumni who is best known for being picked up by Mimi on first in a lip sync. She was one of the first queens in the show too. Oh, um, yes. So she's the one that Mimi at first like chucked. She yep. she picked her up. Yep. And Dragon's she's not a contact sport. She's very much famous for being one of the first queens to popularize the use of a breastplate on the show. And her drag, okay. um, it was very controversial because it was very old school painted Trixie Mattel almost style of contouring. Uh, I'm actually personally very excited to see her back because I think she'll either do really well or she'll she'll fall off completely. Well, that's uh, interesting to note because you remember like last All Star seasons, it seemed like it was a lot of queens from like the latter season, and this like the first three people you've named have been scenes uh, queens from seasons I haven't watched, like really really early seasons. So, do you think that they're running? out of people or do you think that they really just kind of wanted to like really mix it up this time that's a great question i personally think as someone who's interested in like the dynamics of casting i think they wanted to to cycle through some people who maybe are so hungry to be on the show that they might either Mm -hmm. do anything or they might really really turn it out um because i don't think it's i don't think anyone at vh1 or world of wonder is really concerned with uh, helping these queens of their career they don't care that it's a great opportunity for angina to be reintroduced to the world but I do think that maybe they, the idea of it being an old school versus new school concept, uh, yeah. I think is, is probably what they were aiming for. But I do like that it's giving a bunch of girls a new opportunity. George, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, no, I completely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I, I, I mean, obviously, I don't know like what the producers are thinking, but yeah. it. I mean, in terms of um, reality TV, like I think it, it's having like a theme like this is like a, a good idea, and yeah. also, aren't they changing? I don't know if. Yes, we'll talk about yeah, we'll talk okay. about the structure yeah, okay. of, of yes, the show yes. itself. So that's, yes, that's it. yep. So the next queen down the list is Mariah Balenciaga. 
Any any initial thoughts? Two words and are more or less. Is Mariah? She's the first one to come out as trans on. Mariah's, to my knowledge, Mariah is not trans. Oh, oops, yeah, she is mugs for days. She was from season three, which I'm guessing you probably have not seen. You don't recognize her either. I have not, but I'm oh. looking on her Instagram and. I'm a fan. She's, yeah. I mean, she seems, but you know what the thing is, is that like when it comes to Queens, I'm much more a fan of uh, kind of reason why Akira Davenport didn't really do it. Or uh, what's her name? Akira Davenport. Yeah. She didn't really do it for me because old, old, that old style of pageant drag. I'm just not that into. And it's also why I, I didn't like Trinity, the tuck Taylor, but the fact that she was able to break out of the pageantry and do mm-hmm. edgy things made me like her, even though I didn't like her. So, you know, I just I by looking at, you know what? It looks like Maria, Mariah, Balenciaga. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Maria. It looks like Mariah Balenciaga is one of those queens who just got eliminated first and now just does like the Chitlin circuit drag. Like her drag doesn't seem very evolved to me. Just yeah. just looking at her Instagram. Yeah, and that I, I've noticed that happening with um old Queens in, in earlier seasons where like I just don't see an evolution since the the shows aired. Um so I'm 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 interested to see what she's um I think Tatiana is like an exception. Yes. Mm. Yeah. We're we agree with Tatiana being an exception to anything as as DC Queens here. Uh, next up is Alexis Mateo from season three and All Stars season one. Uh, do we have any thoughts on Alexis Mateo? I'm personally obsessed with her. Um, do you guys have any re- memories or recollections that inspire your initial thoughts here? I just saw Manila girl. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> my my two words are Miss Banji. Just yes. because I know that she's her drag mother, and you know she's a uh, Alexis is a season queen. Uh, three queens, so I don't really know much about her. But if she's Miss Vanjie's mother and she's the one who kind of like birthed her, I'm kind of interested to see like who she is, what she's about. Yeah, that that's a definitely great way to uh to approach that. And she is a a legend and icon of early seasons of Drag Race. And I'm actually very excited for Jamila or for, for anyone who is not familiar with these older seasons to be reintroduced to these queens because they are kind of the the legends that started it all. So. This will be very fun to see them. And, and everybody you've named so far has been season three and below? Yes, yes. Wow. So now we've entered the new school quote gang, uh, which we probably will have more to say about. First one is Derek Barry. I'm not surprised. They need someone problematic on here. Yeah, she's 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 problematic, but she's also kind of notorious. You know, like, people know her. She's... Um, I... I, you know, like she didn't really do that great on her season. So I'm just, I'm interested to see. It's been years since her season. So I'm interested to see, like, if she has, if she's learned anything. Yeah. You know, to me, she's kind of reminiscent of Pheromone. Like, okay, what have you learned since then? Yeah. I think the thing with uh, Derek Barry was interesting that she was cast not really as a drag performer, she was cast as a female impersonator as Britney Spears. So her time on the show was long, but because she was kind of a famous figure, but they, I thought they kept her to like kind of have a, a thing with Bob the Drag Queen. And so I'll be curious to see now that she's been out in this world for so long as a Rue girl. We'll see if she's able to uh, play the game or if she's um, the first one out, like we probably think she is. 
Uh, the next queen on the list is Shea Coulee from season nine. I'm so excited. I'm, I loved Shea Coulee. In fact, I was like hardcore Shea Coulee must win or I'm like, fuck this show until the last lip sync with her. And, and, um, God, I'm terrible with names. Sasha Velour. So bad. I smoke way too much. But yes, her and Sasha Velour, that lip sync, it was like, I kind of was like, okay, it, Shay, I'm sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. But it's like, you know, she, 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 she should, you know, she was this close to winning. So I'm excited to see mm-hmm. what she does with All Stars. I think she might be the person to win. And it'd be interesting because the last black person to win all stars had to split her crown with someone else. So, mm. and, you know, I, I think, I think, I think, I think Shay might take it. She deserves it. Yeah. I think and this is, and please tell me if this isn't correct or out of line to say, but when I think of textbook black excellence in terms of drag Queens, I think of Shay Coulee. Mm-hmm. I think I think she's she's the most woke, but she is intelligent. She's so intelligent with the way she approaches drag, and she's a fierce fucking performer. I'm so she's not she's not she's so she's so she's kind of like I mean kind of like Beyonce where they're so secure in who they are that they just they kind of let you know everything slide. It's like yeah, I know you're hating, but I'm not gonna you know go on Twitter and just like it's just like you know whatever yeah you know. Water off a duck's back as uh, <laughs> Jinx Monsoon. Who is it? Jinx Monsoon. I'm sorry. I'm so Water off a dick's ball sack. <laughs> uh, George, any thoughts about Shea, Shea Coulee? I love Shea Coulee. She was the front runner her season. Mm-hmm. I am with Jamila. Like, if she doesn't win, I'm going to be. And it's worth noting, too, that Chasha Valor won challenges, but she only won challenges when she was paired with Shea Coulee. Interesting. They shared wins oh, both times. Wow. Realized that. Yeah, I mean, if Sasha Valor was not like a very like uh, I keep saying woke, but was not a very aware and kind of um, you know significantly like aware of artist in terms of as embracing understanding her whiteness as like a not the only tool. I think you could say that she piggybacked and she totally won because of mayhem. Or not not of mayhem of shame. Shay. but wait, but so so I just Shay, you're what you're saying is that uh sasha didn't win a challenge that where she wasn't partnered with shay sasha won two challenges and to my knowledge there was there were both times where she was partnered and there were partner challenges and they shared wins once was when they had a there was an acting challenge and her and shay were partners and the other was when they had to be on like morning co-hosts and they were like the pair that also were together they shared a win I didn't really. So Shay Clue won four challenges, but two of them were shared with Sasha. And Sasha won two when they were only paired with her. That is Uh, true. However, she did. She won that lip sync fair and fucking square. Oh, I mean, there's no question there. She that (laughs) you could argue that Shay Clue was the first person to ever be kind of screwed by this blindsided twist. And she was, quote, screwed because someone was so exceptional. So you can't be mad at it. Uh, The next queen on the show was also someone I think is considered uh, black excellence amongst the drag queen community is Mayhem Miller of season 10. Yeah, because- I'm not surprised that she's on All Stars at all. Like she was, I I mean, I thought she was great in her season. I was surprised to see her go home so early. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, she has a comeback because um, I see potential in her, or I saw potential in her. So I hope I get to see it come out. Yeah, Mayhem Miller is like one. There's another drag queen that I was 
I forget who it is, you know, because I'm terrible with names. But no, there was another drag queen that I used as an example against Mayhem Miller where they are so lauded and so, like, praised in their live performances and their tours. But then when they get on the show, they're just not good at the show. Yes. Well, Crackers, right. But there was another – it's not – two of is not either of those two it was like another queen who was just like really good but it doesn't tran it just didn't translate to the show and i couldn't figure out why and um and yeah. so i i you know like mayhem miller i didn't really see it for her on her season but i want i want to see what the hype's about so i want her to really come in and i i'm sure she's coming back knowing that she has something to prove i feel like that's what all stars is for yeah that's a good point i think it's also helpful this might be good for her because that's the argument like you can be a great drag queen but being a great drag queen doesn't always translate to being a good drag race contestant now she knows what it's like to be both so hopefully she can come through and, and send it out um, keeping up with black excellence, the next queen on the list is Blair St. Clair. <laughs> <gasps> she is black excellence. I love Blair St. Clair. Dude, and I what love, do you Blair- love about her. <laughs> <laughs> I love Blair. No, she was dry as fuck on her season, mm-hmm. but I followed her on Instagram. I think it was an accident. <laughs> but uh her she just she she's she can turn a look. She looks great. She Every time I've seen her at Dragon, she looks amazing. Like I have seen her evolve from this kind of like, you know, Polly Pocket bitch to this like just stunning woman. like woman. Yeah. And uh, I yeah, I'm excited to see what she does on the season. Like if Polly Pocket was like the owned the building that they lived in and she was like she was in a property investor and she'd be that's that poly yes. market you see her at drag, yes. i'm glad you pointed out at DragCon. there was new york drag con i'll talk about in a second but she looked like when i look at like the runways of the girls and they show the rue girls like in a little succession of them coming out and in, in the crowd she looks like a fucking star like there's something about her that it's like she's she's white and she's pretty but she just carries herself with like mm-hmm. a way that you're like this girl like has something special george thoughts on blair it's the money. It's the money. It's the money from her album. It, he does. It, yeah, it, it's 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 the white it's the white girl money for sure. And she's actually she her album was decent. Looks expensive. Yeah, she does. And last but not least, the last queen on the roster is speaking of her second ago is Miss Cracker. I'm excited. I'm literally not surprised at all. Like it, she's up there with Shea Coulee for me in terms of like someone who could probably take it mm-hmm. um, because it, it's similar to Mayhem, like. Where I, I where's I want to see the hype, the reason for the hype, exactly what Jamila said, um, and I feel like she is someone who like let Rue down in a way because Rue saw something in her that everyone else is seeing but didn't translate on TV. So hopefully, like this is her moment. I yeah, but I mean, I I agree with you to a point, except for the fact that I did see the hype when she was on her season. Like, I really liked Miss Cracker. I thought she was funny. I thought that she, you know, because her, she's really good friends with uh, Monet Exchange. And I could see why. Like, I mm-hmm. saw, like, a New York um, kind of cynical comedy queen. Like, I really, and I thought she was beautiful, too. And I thought her look, like, I really, really, really liked her. But I understood why it was her time to go when she did go. But I'm excited to see her come back. Yeah, I would agree that she definitely. I mean, I I was definitely a huge Cracker fan. I was pushing for her the whole way, and I thought it was kind of a, a kind of an underwhelming way for her to leave when she literally won the challenge. Finally, won a challenge, and the next week she was eliminated. It just didn't seem mm-hmm. didn't seem right for her. So I'm super glad to have her back. So that's the cast. And the last thing I want to talk about about All Stars Five 
is have you guys heard any rumors about the structure of the competition and how they're going to eliminate queens? Because this season it is different, allegedly. Yeah, that's all I've heard is that it's different, but I don't know exactly so, what it is. So the, the structure of the rumored way that they're going to decide the queen's elimination is they're going to, again, have a lip sync for your life or lip sync for your legacy. But each week there will be one winner of the challenge of the contestants and there will be a bottom two or three. And the winner of the challenge will have to lip sync against a, quote, lip sync assassin, who is a legacy contestant that's already been on the show, but is not competing that season. <gasps> right? So the, like, the rumors are, are people like Alyssa Edwards, Evie Oddly, uh, Manila Luzon. Oh, yes. Previous queens yeah. are returning to lip sync against the, the winner of that week's challenge. And oh, so, the, so fun. So we're gonna get to see some kick-ass lip syncs, allegedly, because obviously the queen that's performing it as a contestant is gonna want to make an impact, and like that's like their moment. And also, we're we're gonna see a lip sync from someone who is just coming there to literally just serve it. They're there for probably they're on set for an hour that one day. Their job is to give it everything. And they've so, known this song forever, I'm sure. Yeah, they've had plenty of time to work on it, literally. <laughs> so the hope is that it'll really build up the tension and kind of give more. Um, more tension and more gravitas to the actual lip sync, which I kind of been missing from all stars. So I would love yeah. to know. And then apparently what's the, the, the way in which the winner of the, of the lip sync will determine who goes home to some degree. There's a voting structure. That's kind of not been ironed out completely. I'm not totally sure of it, but it sounds like you're excited about this Jamila, which is great. I'm super excited. Also, I just wanted to bring it back to uh, a couple of things that we had left unfinished. Uh, the two, the two black gay guys who yeah. are a couple on the netflix show it's called styling hollywood okay and then also it's a great show you should definitely check it out and then also someone in the comments john j thomas plank uh gave us a list of transgender uh, rupaul's drag race queens uh in case anyone is interested sonique carmen carrera stacy lane matthews kenya michaels jiggly caliente lashawn beyond and monica beverly hills Oh, that's Ooh. what it is. I I was um, I was getting um, what's her name mixed up with Monica Beverly Hills earlier. Oh, uh, okay, that's who you're confusing. Mariah, okay, yeah, Mariah, great. Um, but yeah, that's super exciting. Thank you for that list, Jahamas Plank. And I definitely will take a look at that show, Jamila. George, do you have any last thoughts about All Stars Five? Or we'll go over elimination order and like challenge rumors and stuff as we go. Uh, but right now, I think it was just fun to kind of get a, a reminder about uh, the cast and some of the rumored. Um, structures of the season any last words or thoughts um no last words i'm just actually really excited do we have a timeline of when it's going to air i heard it was maybe like later this year first of the year i believe it's going to start airing early early january uh was we have a we have a release date and it's not in front of me but we will have all stars five airing very soon so it's exciting times i'm excited yeah uh jamila do you have any last thoughts or words for the show like i said i really want it in efforts of keeping to my word i want the episode of the real each week to be at least an hour at the most um and we're kind of at that mark now i've really enjoyed talking to you guys about what we've talked about and joe was here for a bit spell some tea um if you guys have anything pressing you guys want to wow. chat about now i would love to if not i say for the sake of keeping content um for next week i am very very happy to wrap things up here um, anything you guys want to plug or anything, something you guys are looking forward to this week? Uh, besides my butt, I would just <laughs> like. Girl, I've been for, plugging mine too. Uh, <laughs> so good. You know? Um, 
So I don't really like to mix business with pleasure and I don't really like to talk about where I work. But for the sake of all my hard work, uh, I did launch a podcast with Page Six, the gossip column at the New York Post. And I would love it if you guys would all take a listen to it. It's called We Hear and you can find it on all of your podcast listening platforms. We Hear. I just subscribed to it on Apple Podcasts as we speak. Oh, thank you so much. And I cannot wait to listen and give you some feedback. Oh, no, give you feedback. Tell you, like, tell you what I think. That's no, all. please. Yeah, please give me feedback, though. I like, uh, you know, anybody, I really want to hear, like, critical comments and where it could be stronger. Yeah, I mean, and same for this show. But, like, uh, that's very exciting. And thank you for letting us know what your, uh, what your podcast is. Of course. Jo- George? Um, he's going to be mad at me about this. But my boyfriend's birthday is coming up this Sunday. It's um, oh happy birthday! No, he's he's so young. He's gonna be twenty five. Twenty five. Fucking hell! Mid-20s. If y'all want to wish him happy birthday on Sunday, okay. um, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna yeah, do? What are you guys him? gonna do for him? What's the team? Um, his mom's coming down from Philly. We're gonna do brunch on Saturday and then go out afterwards. And Evan's gonna eat up with us. And I think I'll show up fun. for a bit. We'll drink. Mm-hmm. Have a glass of water. It'd be, it'd be cute. Water only. But if you want to wish him happy birthday. On Sunday is it's Russell Bowman R U S S E L L B O W M A N ninety four, and we will follow up and we will be on next week the aftermath of that birthday party on Monday for the rumor mill. Uh, for now, I want to thank everyone again for joining us in the chat room. For those listening uh, later at on Patreon or on the regular feed, and for myself, George Munoz and Jamil Zarad, this has been the rumor mill. Thank you so much for joining, and I hope you guys have a great week. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. You can find Jamila Zara at her lifestyle blog, hi, how are you.com. That's H I G H H O W A R E Y O U.com. George Munoz can be followed on Instagram at the real George Munoz. That's T H E R E A L J O R G E M U N O Z. Follow Evan Ayers on Instagram at Evan M Ayers. That's E V A N M A Y R E S on Instagram and on Twitter at Nobody Cares. That's N O B O D Y C A Y R E S. The Rumor Mill is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>